Hello, this is Jim Warner, and we are reading the Bible together in two years. Today we're looking at Matthew 27 and Psalm 145. Jesus has been arrested, and now the, the le religious leaders are conspiring to put him to death. They didn't want him in prison, they wanted him dead. So they bound Jesus and took him to Pilate, because they didn't have the, the right to kill Jesus, but Pilate did. And then we see a passage about the remorse of Judas, who had betrayed Jesus. He returned the silver and threw it down at them, and then he went out and hung himself. And the religious leaders couldn't use the money for righteous purposes, so they bought a field for burying the dead. And then Pilate has to deal with Jesus, and so he asked them, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus said, yes, I am. And so he didn't know what to do with them. And so he said, listen, on this day, I can release to you somebody. <clears throat> do you want Barabbas, this bad guy, or do you want Jesus? And I'm sure he was thinking they would pick Jesus. But they cried out, crucify him. They wanted Barabbas, the bad guy, to be released. And they wanted Jesus to be crucified. In the meantime, Pilate's wife had a dream. And she said to her husband, have nothing to do with this man. But he went ahead and condemned Jesus to die. He washed his hands, saying, I don't have anything to do with this. This is all on you. And then, as they were preparing Jesus for cru crucifixion, they mocked him, they stripped him, they put a scarlet robe on him, they put a, a scepter in his hands, they put a crown of thorns on his head, and then they, they went into mock worship. And after that, they stripped him down again, and they were spitting on him and beating him. Just a, just a terrible, painful, humiliating uh, thing for the, the Son of God to go through. It's just almost unimaginable. And then they crucified him. He had a robber on each side of him. Uh, the religious leaders were mocking him. And it was just a, a very painful, long death on the cross. When he died, it says, the veil in the temple was ripped from top to bottom. The veil in the temple separated the holy place from the most holy place. And now that veil is gone. And this was a, a symbolic gesture that now we, we, because of our relationship with Christ and our forgiveness, and we have the righteousness of Jesus, we can go directly to the throne of God, and Jesus Christ will act as our high priest. And, and then there were earthquakes, the tombs were open, people were raised from the dead. And at that time, one of the Gentile centurions looked up at Jesus and said, truly, this was the Son of God. And then Jesus was buried in a rich man's tomb, uh, and the religious leaders were afraid that the, the disciples would come and steal the body because of Jesus' predictions uh, that he would rise again. So Pilate put a guard in front of the tomb. And we'll continue with, uh, you know what's coming next, and we'll be reading about that in uh, the next chapter. And then Psalm 145. This is a wonderful song of worship. And let me just list the many things that it says about God. It says who God is and what he has done. So many great things he's done. That God is great, he's majestic, he's gracious, merciful, he's slow to anger, he's loving, he's good, 
He's powerful. His kingdom is everlasting. He has total dominion. He sustains everything. He provides every good thing. He's righteous. He's near to those who call on him, and he saves. Read this chapter many times and let these wonderful attributes of God just sink into you and lift up your praise to him. Verse, the last two verses say, My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord, and all flesh will bless his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Tomorrow we'll look at Matthew 28 and Psalm 146. So until then, keep reading the Bible. It will change your life. We'll see you then.